Hi everyone, I'm JJ Hornbus and welcome to The Roadmap from Auto Finance News, the nation's uh, leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. Uh, welcome to the podcast. This is our weekly wrap for what's happening in auto finance um, on December 21, 2020. Before beginning, I want to thank Auto Finance News advertisers, DeFi Solutions, FIS and CCC Information Services for their continuing support. And I want to welcome Joey Pizzolatto, the Deputy Editor of Auto Finance News, and Amanda Harris, the Associate Editor of Auto Finance News, to the program. Welcome. Let's start with some uh, news out in the world. Uh, Congress yesterday, or late last night, I guess, uh, agreed to a $900 million stimulus package. The deal uh, will provide for $600 in direct payments to millions of Americans, as well as, three, uh, as well as $300 a week in supplemental federal unemployment benefits for 11 weeks. A new COVID-19 strain in the United Kingdom has led to a full travel ban there. And this as a second vaccine, that this is the Moderna vaccine, has started to roll out in the United States as reported extensively by our sister publication, Air Cargo World. The aviation industry began rushing to deliver COVID-19 viruses worldwide last week, and that, that effort uh, continues. On Wednesday of last week, the NASDAQ advanced 0.5%. This was its 52nd record close of 2020. And finally, NASA named Blue Origin's New Glenn rocket as one of its potential launch providers for scientific missions later in the decade. Blue Origin is, of course, owned by Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. In auto finance, meanwhile, uh, Flagship entered into a partnership with Hagaya, uh, which is an interesting technology company. Um, Joey, do you want to tell us a little bit about Pagaya and why this deal deserves our attention? Sure. Um, so Pagaya is an artificial intelligence powered asset management firm. Um, and basically what they do is they use artificial intelligence to identify um, mispriced assets um, for investment. Uh, so, so with Flagship, what they're doing in the, the details of the program are pretty hush-hush as, as to like the nitty-gritty, but high level what it does is Flagship, or I'm sorry, Pagaya has identified certain uh, loans that are outside of Flagship's credit box that they think will perform well, especially in the economy right now. And they provide that um, to Flagship and then Flagship underwrites those loans and then Pagaya will purchase those loans um, directly from them, much in a way, you know, um, a normal uh, auto lender would securitize into the capital markets. Um, a buyer's just already secured. So essentially what it does is it allows a Flagship to, to increase their, um, I guess, scope of originations without having to take up extra um, um, real estate on their balance sheet. 
Um, and I think what the reason this is significant um, is, is kind of twofold. Um, one, you know, we are seeing an increase in lenders um, leaning on different technologies, uh, whether it be loan origination systems, um, artificial intelligence powered underwriting and servicing. Um, and this is just another step in that direction. The second thing I think that this is um, significant is, is the fact that, that Pagaya is directly buying these funds from flagship. As I just mentioned, you know, that frees up a lot of capital on their balance sheet. Uh, flagship has, you know, they securitize about 1.1 billion this year in, in the market. Um, so that, that just offers more opportunity to continue to grow, especially in, in our environment that um, has seen a lot of auto lenders kind of tighten their credit box. Is there a sense, is there a sense for how much uh, Pagaya might buy through flagship? I mean, what kind of volumes are we talking about? So I believe right now, um, Robert McDonald, um, who most people will know um, as auto, head of auto finance from Goldman, he was at Stabilist Capital Management. I think they are looking to have, um, I wanna say, maybe uh you know i don't have the number right off hand um unfortunately but i know uh pagaya manages about two billion assets sorry it is amanda do you have that figure they said so they, they wouldn't provide um you know very specific numbers this is a very new program um, and of course, flagship was, was also didn't provide any extra details really much at all on this so far. But they did say that um, between flagship and their other um, investor um, was Foresight Capital. They both invested, they said, hundreds of millions of dollars into this um, so far. So that's, that's kind of the ballpark that we've been given as far as like how much they really got involved with this um, and how much they could be looking to um, to be involved with it. But that's, that's really the only specific kind of number ball park range that we've been given so far. Is there, are there others, I mean, do you see this kind of um, analytics driven um, pass-through originations? I mean, we've already, we, we've always, always had kind of third-party pass-through uh, lending arrangements, but do you see more of these kind of analytics driven pass-through arrangements uh, advancing? I mean, there are, are there other players in the space? I mean, what, you know, what's the prognosis for that? Well, you know, I would say uh, Pagaya definitely um, has their eyes on expansion, um, you know, really kind of growing that business. I would imagine, um, you know, this is going to become more popular in the industry. I am not aware of any uh, current kind of pass-through purchase agreements um, that, that rely very heavily on, you know, kind of artificial intelligence and machine learning yet. And I'll just add, um, this kind of speaks to, so Pagaya really only exists to do this. Like there's, that's their kind of entire, you know, purpose um, is to, you know, help them say, this is what we want you to originate and we'll buy them from you. And that their whole purpose is basically to buy these loans. Um, so I think saying that something like that exists does point to that these could be, um, you know, popping up more in the future. I mean, the fact that an entire, basically, you know, fintech was created for this sole purpose um, says that, you know, I think says that this could be a potential thing that we see more in the market, um, especially as, 
you know, with the pandemic and everything, everyone's kind of tightening their underwriting standards, but there are going to be people who need a car who may not fit in that normal, you know, like we talk about credit box, um, are in their, in their risk appetite that look riskier than maybe they are when you factor in a few more things that normally wouldn't be looked at without the AI and all the technology that can really dive deep into their history and figure out a couple other uh, metrics. So we are seeing that more where um, technology is coming in to say, we can help you identify whether or not they're actually as risky as they look and then maybe help you reach some consumers that you wouldn't have normally reached and get them into cars. I mean, this looks like a little different, uh, a different approach in the sense that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's not really a fixed underwriting criteria. It's more of a dynamic underwriting criteria kind of based on a multitude of factors and also a multitude of evolving analytics. I mean, does that make it, you know, there, what's the, is there a potential downside to that in the sense that you've got a borrower that comes through and you kind of aren't really as sure as you used to be if they've got a, you know, a 650 uh, credit score that, you know, you can get it funded through X and now there's a bit of a variableness to, to the underwriting. Well, absolutely. There's definitely um, an inherent risk. Um, that's why credit, box, credit boxes exist. Um, but, you know, it, I, think, I think if you look to, to auto lenders, say like Tricolor Auto Acceptance, whose entire program is kind of based around this alternative, not alternative data, but artificial intelligence machine learning model that, that takes into account, um, you know, other uh, details about the borrower other than what we're really um, you know, used to looking at, um, that's been wild, wildly successful for them. Um, and I, I think, um, you know, as we kind of get more data um, about the, the borrowers in the industry, I think it gets smarter. Um, so, you know, I think the more the industry um, participates in, in this um, trend or whatever you will want to call it, um, I think the, 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 the more, I don't want to say more safe, but um, the less risky it becomes. Let's go to uh, uh, another development in the market, which is uh, Room's expected acquisition of Car Story, which also uh, kind of has a, an analytics bent to it. Um, is this just a function of Room trying to utilize some excess IPO cash, uh, having to put that money to work, or is there... Uh, is there some real strategic, uh, is there a really good smart strategic angle to this? Well, I'll jump in again. Um, today's my day. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't speak whether they're just trying to spend money. I know it's the holiday season. I'm, you know, my, my money's burning a hole in my pocket. But, uh, you know, I, I, think, I think if you look at, at kind of, um, you know, what we were just talking about, Room is looking to expand. They've said that they're going to invest in their technology stacks. Um, that's one of their primary uh, goals uh, moving forward. And what Car Story does is use AI-powered analytics again um, to just analyze data from from car listings across the country as well as consumer shopping habits. So to better harness and figure out what are consumers doing, what kind of cars are they are they looking for, what kind of cars are they buying, and then tailor their product offering to that. 
when is that deal supposed to close? Uh, the deal is supposed to close in January of 2021. So a couple days. Well, a couple days plus or minus 30. So yet more money burning a hole through somebody's pocket. Speaking of which, vehicle affordability is where is that at this point in the uh, consumer uh, affordability cycle? Yeah, so I'll jump in on that one. Um, so we know that car prices have been high, um, like really, really high for the last couple months, um, especially as inventory was, was you know, tightened and, and all of that supply was, was pretty tight uh, during the pandemic, especially coming out of the closures and everything. Um, but it looks like they're starting to kind of get back to more normal levels when you look at, um, you know, seasonality and all of that. So coming off of those record highs, it looks like in November, um, it started actually be more where it was compared to where this time last year. Um, so they are becoming more affordable um, and they're kind of becoming more of the average price um, that we would typically see. So normalizing would be the kind of overall gist of, of where that stands right now. So some good news coming into 2021. Mm -hmm. Before we go, um, uh, I wanted to ask both of you uh, for uh, maybe just one uh, market expectation uh, for the coming year. Um, what should auto lenders uh, be thinking about as they head into 2021? Joe, you want to start that? Absolutely. Um, well, you know, first and foremost, I think this, despite kind of the strong performance we have, I, I do believe that, you know, credit performance will deteriorate uh, further. Um, you know, it's great news that we're getting a vaccine. Um, you know, I have a friend uh, in Arkansas who works, um, he got his first visor uh, last week. Um, but that's going to be slow going. And um, I do think with the holiday season and people traveling, uh, we are already seeing spikes in COVID cases from November. We're going to see that again in January, potentially into February, um, really through quarter one. Um, and hopefully, you know, everybody continues to be responsible and stay safe. But, you know, if, if they don't, you know, we are looking at another round of shutdowns. We're, we're seeing in California already. Um, that's going to have implications for the auto finance market. Uh, so I guess to sum that up, um, I would say walk before we start running. You know, I think 2021 will be a good year, but um, I think we still need to, you know, you know. Amanda? Yeah, so I'll give um, a little bit of a teaser to our January issue. So we've been talking a lot about how leasing has been down this year, um, but that vehicle demand has been kind of up, you know, now they're becoming more affordable, so that should continue. Um, and we do kind of have this back to ownership trend um, that you'll read a lot more about when we release our January issue of our magazine. Um, so stay tuned, I won't give everything away, <laughs> our hard work away just yet, um, but we are seeing that trend. So I do think that lenders need to keep in mind um, some of the, the shift back to, you know, years ago when, when leasing and all that, um, you know, wasn't the, the popular thing. Um, I think we're kind of getting back to that now. So you'll see when you read more about it, but 
Yeah, I, I would offer one uh, myself, which is uh, I think the name of the game in 2021 is going to be inventory. Uh, inventory on the new car side, inventory on the used car side. I can't recall in all the years that have been uh, in the auto finance industry and um, and that's uh, 20, it'll be 25 years uh, in 2021. I can't recall a time when inventory was so central to everyone's um, uh, success or lack thereof. And so that's really the, the fundamental, uh, to me, the fundamental factor to be keeping focus on for all auto lenders and lessors. Um, in 2000, in the forthcoming year. I wanted to uh, thank all our, our listeners as we head into the holidays. This is our last uh, roadmap of 2020. Uh, we want to thank all of you for uh, listening and um, rating us on your podcast platform if you've done that. And we certainly Look forward to seeing you on autofinancenews.net and here at the Roadmap in the forthcoming year. Happy holidays to everyone.